Where is the Mr. Pibb? I told your secretary to pack Mr. Pibb. It's the only Coke I like. Goddamn Brenda's floating like a water balloon. The worms driving my friends around like the goddamn skin cars. People are spitting acid at me, turning you into cottage cheese, and now there's no fucking goddamn Mr. Pibb! Jesus Christ, Jack, let me get right on it. Welcome everyone to My Bleeding Ears Podcast. This is episode number 112. We're still in the coronavirus pandemic going on around the world right now, so of course all of us are still stuck at home. Mm-hmm. I have to work still, but Jessalyn is home and working while I get to go out into the, the zombie apocalypse of the world that we live in. <laughs> I haven't left the house in seven days. Yikes, it's been seven days already? Last Wednesday is the last oh, yeah. time I left the house. That's right. Yikes. Uh, we got to go out tomorrow for a little bit. I okay. drive, I'm going to drive you somewhere. We'll, we'll just take a drive, yeah, maybe. We'll yeah. take a nice little drive. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about some movies. Let's. So we don't have to talk about this shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell, tell me, what movies have we seen? We've seen... A good amount in the last two weeks. We were yeah, off last week. We were off last week. With no excuses. <clears throat> no excuses at all. I didn't want to do it, and I talked you out of it easily. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't land on a movie of the week. Yeah. I was just... Uh... <laughs> so, this was ten days ago. I actually had to just look at a picture <clears throat> of it to be like, what was this? The Room. Not the Tommy Wiseau movie. Not the no. Brie Larson movie. This is another nope. one. And Shudder. If I'm correct. Yeah, I think so. Or it's either Shutter or Amazon. I forget which one. I think Amazon, actually. Anyway. Anyway, that had been suggested to me for a while, and it looked interesting, so we watched it. So I'm going to give a quick synopsis. Yeah, two people from not America try to pass off as Americans. (laughs) And this movie about a um, this couple buys this house. They find out later on that crazy stuff happened there and they find this room in the house that grants all of their wishes yeah anything that they want the room creates for them but the thing is that they can't take anything out of the house or else it'll just burn to ash yeah it turns to dust yeah, and then yeah it just it ages and it just right yeah. exactly so uh interesting concept the movie was okay i yeah. thought the movie was okay the bulk of the movie is about how they can't have children, so she just has the room make a baby. <laughs> and the husband is not thrilled for no. obvious reasons that she did this. Well, because, yeah, he wanted <clears throat> to try and have another child. Yeah. So he wished for all these things for, like, a baby room crib and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, he makes a nursery for her. And he's like, yeah, let's have a baby. And she's like, I don't know if I want to go through that again. And then mm-hmm. she lost him before, and then she asks for a baby, gets one. And then, yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, it, I think that's interesting because it's unclear whether that baby is going to age naturally. The baby does age, but unnaturally. I won't spoil anymore. But uh, I, I liked it. I had no idea what to expect. And I can safely say I've never seen a movie like that before. 
That was yeah. a new story for me. Like, what would you wish for? Not a baby. Yeah, that's for fucking sure, dude. Probably, like, <laughs> different exotic animals. Yeah. <laughs> a tiger who will love me and not yeah, maul me. and not maul me with his love. <laughs> what would you ask for? Oh, man. I, 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 I thought of so many things that I would get. And at least 90% of them I can't really say right now because it's just messed up. Because just think anything you want. That you can't take out of the house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going Like, it's not like I ever take my video games outside of the house. All right. So, hey. Or movies. Whatever. Yeah. I guess the only thing is money. Or if you want to sell things. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. The first they get a bunch of valuable <clears throat> things and money and stuff like that and realize too late that it's worthless yeah yeah ew okay well ew that you can't give me one example i just said video games i'd ask for you know <laughs> actually as we were watching it i was like you know i'd probably get before we knew the twist that all that shit would turn to ash right or just dust when you're done when you left the house i was like you know i'm gonna buy every single gi joe action figure or not buy or ask for it <laughs> That would, that would, yeah. The USS flag. Yeah, exactly. That's what I would get. And <laughs> That's not inappropriate. Yeah, because I just gave you the, you know, one of the inappropriate <laughs> things. So, <laughs> the room. Check it out on. I'm pretty sure it's Amazon, but maybe it's Shutter. Yeah, this will, yeah. This will definitely jumpstart your imagination of all the things that yeah. you want to get. And we spoiled a little, but we didn't spoil a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> I say check this one out. Mm-hmm. All right. Next, next movie. What's next, the next one? you wanted to watch this. I don't remember how we watched it. Amazon, yeah, because I had to rent it. The Search for the Last Action Heroes. Yes, um, a YouTube creator that I like, Oliver Harper, mm-hmm. got to uh, made this documentary. Got a bunch of older like action heroes and some newer ones. And they talked about the '80s and '90s action movies, and they kind of showcased a few of them. It was kind of like in the Search of Darkness. The horror documentary that came out a few months ago. It was better, I think. Better, yeah. and it's half the length of that, which isn't good or bad. It's just a statement of mine, because I really like long documentaries like that. Me too. But this one was... It was more of a storyline. And it wasn't necessarily a year-by-year thing. It did showcase a few movies, and they spoke to different directors and actors about that time. I don't think they had as many as In Search of Darkness, but they just didn't focus on those people and their movies like In right. Search of Darkness did. I think it was edited better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the talking heads were better. They had it was, it was more interesting to me because I knew 90% of the stuff they said in Search of Darkness. Right. So I... <clears throat> Like it was just a rehash of shit I've seen on every documentary, uh, on a DVD of the movie, or uh, those long ones like Crystal Lake Memories and stuff. So mm-hmm. I knew all that stuff already. But action, I wanted to learn more. Yeah, and this documentary <clears throat> didn't focus on individual movies so much as it, its focus was that idea of the 80s action hero and mm-hmm. how it kind of went by the wayside. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It's they kind of just was gone. Like the machismo era is done. It's, yeah, you don't get like big. But well, I guess that's not necessarily true. The Rock is still making movies like that, but but the Rock is also making like children's movies yes. and all these other films. And 
Which is more what Schwarzenegger had to resort to was mm-hmm. comedy when people didn't really love action anymore. That but, kind of action. But you see also that The Rock is in a lot of more of ensemble casts. Like, yeah. Compare The Rock's movies to Tom Cruise movies. True. Where Tom Cruise is your star of the movie and his under the guy who serves under him is a TV star. I'm, well, I'm talking about the Mummy in particular. Right. Like, just, just like, and uh, what did what did they say in Half in the Bag about his female co-star, the nondescript white lady? Yeah, <laughs> he's like 25 years younger yeah, than exactly. he is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And no one knows who she is, or she's probably yeah. been in a few things, but she's not someone you're like, oh, that's such and such. Right. Not like that. So there's there's a difference between some of these old school action stars and some of these the the few that there are now. Just think of, like, Jason Statham and all the movies he's been in lately. There's always someone who's big also next to him. There's not that huge star. Because one thing that I always thought of was that um, in Total Recall, it's mostly Arnold. Like, you know some of the other actors, like uh, uh, Ronnie Cox, you've seen him in, like, Robocop. Not a huge name. Michael Ironside, who, to us, he's a big... He's a big character right. actor. We, we know who he is. And when we see him in a movie, we're like, oh, fuck yeah. But, but to the general public, yeah, he's uh, like, hey, it's that guy. Hey, it's that guy. They yeah. had a young Sharon Stone in that movie. Mm-hmm. And Arnold's the woman he's with. I don't remember really seeing her in too much after that or before mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So it's TV. I see her in TV. Yeah, she was in yeah. TV. And yeah, so I think the stars of today are a lot different because they're the budgets are bigger and the casts are... Or, or they need to bring in the most amount of people. So you, you're getting a, a bigger range of characters for a movie. Yeah, like Gary Goldman said, there were no Paul Rudds. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> there were. In that era. <laughs> <laughs> so I say check this one out. It's pretty cheap on Amazon. Uh, I think it was like four bucks. Yeah. It was worth it, I liked yeah, it's it. It's two hours, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check it out. Next up, we watched, we're just going in order of how we watch these, uh, we finally decided to watch Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I I was interested, but I didn't care, and now Same I here. think it's on, it was free, or it was really uh, cheap. HBO. HBO, yeah. HBO app it was on. So, we watched it, because um, it got really bad reviews, and I, you know, now that I've seen it, I don't think those reviews were fair. You? No, they weren't, no. It's I, fine. It was fine, because yeah. the reason is, because it wasn't this it wasn't the Avengers. That's why. It's they're, darker, yeah. It's darker, and the set pieces aren't as big, and they're few and far between compared to the Avengers, and these big Marvel, uh, or these Disney Marvel movies are so huge. They uh, they have to destroy a whole city for people right. to be like, you know, oh, okay, like this is a huge fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And that's how it has to be now. But... Movies and so movies like this are, are kind of aren't up to par, I guess, as those other movies. Which I thought Dark Phoenix was fine. I liked it actually. I liked it too. It wasn't bad because if you look back at the Brian Singer like X Men movies, which I don't like all that much. I like the second one. Third one's okay. I kind of like it, but the first one I think is really boring because it's all drama and there's no character building or even mutant character building. The mutants barely use their powers in the movies. It's mostly Wolverine. It's, yeah, that's yeah. all. And these, those movies were all centered around Wolverine and you have a PG-13 movie with a guy with big sharp claws <clears throat> and you're focusing on him through most of the movies 
like that's your first big mistake for a PG thirteen movie. Right. And you have all these other characters like Cyclops, like he shot his optic laser like two or three times in like that first <laughs> trilogy. And then Storm does like one move and throughout it's stupid. Like uh, but this one, we got to see these young X-Men actually use their powers. We got to see fucking Cyclops for once, mm-hmm. not be a fucking turd. And it was cool. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. We get to see fucking Cyclops now. Uh, we get to see Storm use more than just like a, a lightning power where she is using some of her other powers too. I like that. It was We got finally got to see the X-Men working and working as a team. And they weren't in it. And if you watch some of these other X-Men movies... It's not like they're they're fighting this battle together. They usually team. They they go off and just go man to man with another mutant or another bad guy. It's never teamwork, and this movie is actually teamwork. Mm-hmm. So it was it was cool to watch that. So I I recommend this one. It was, it yeah, was a good time. I thought it was okay. Definitely, <clears throat> it explores more about. I mean, obviously the difference between Magneto and Professor X, but also kind of explores that Professor X has sort of been started doing this for his own selfish, like, fame grab, which is an interesting Mm -hmm. take on him. Um, (laughs) And then one big spoiler that I just want to say, it's Mm. old. Can I say it? Yeah, go for it. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence gets killed. Yeah, she... Steve dies. She does not want to be in this movie. No, she was phoning it in. I'm sorry, go ahead. She was phoning it in. Yeah, she was... (laughs) And when she died, I was like, that figures. Good, yeah. That makes sense. See you later. Yeah. Go do Mother Part 2. Right. So it didn't... I was a little surprised, but considering (laughs) that she had checked out of these movies a long time ago, that's fine. Um, And I thought that uh, Sophia... Oh, crap. Sansa. Oh, uh, yeah. Dang it. Yeah, Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner was really good, although I do feel like a lot of her lines, her face is obscured a little bit, or she's talking to somebody else, and the shot, the focus is on them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like maybe... Her American accent wasn't great, and that's yeah. how they fixed it, and just kind of dubbed her over her in some scenes. But yeah, yeah. That's just a guess. But I thought some shots were weird, and maybe should have been focusing on her when they weren't. Mm-hmm. And you, I think that was that was the cover up. That's my guess. Could you imagine if they did that same thing, but in the movie The Room that we just we just previously talked about where they just showed the back of someone's head while they yeah, talked. They would never be on camera. No one would ever be speaking in that movie or moving their lips. They're definitely not American. Yeah. And that's fine. But like, Don't try and pass but it like, off. None of them are American, so just let that be fine. Set yeah. it wherever they're from. There are immigrants here Doesn't in the United matter. States. It happens. Yeah. So just let them be fucking Russian or whatever the fuck they were. Yeah. Anyway, Dark Phoenix. Yeah, that's fun. Check it out. I, yeah, I feel like we've been spending a lot of time talking about movies that get panned and just telling everybody to just relax. Yeah. It's not that bad. No, are we getting soft? No, I don't think we're getting soft. I think just people are just are wanting more and more and more after these big movies come yeah. out. And there really is no in-between anymore. Right, that's well, true. There's no, it's either you're huge or you're a flop. And For the most part. Yeah, speaking of, our, that's a good segue, I think, into our next movie. Mm-hmm. I saw this in the theaters, and I don't care what you think. I saw Escape Room, mm-hmm. and it was also on Amazon. It was free, I think. It was free on Stars. Stars, yeah. Right. There's so many add-ons, yeah. I don't keep track of <laughs> um, Yeah, Escape Room. You were curious about it, and I, I was. said I actually thought it was okay. My Yeah, my sister is big on Escape Rooms. 
like nuts on them. So she's I, so competitive. I would yeah. never. I, Sorry, Erica. <laughs> that, that's my family. Is, is we're pretty competitive when it comes down to something we're passionate about. So, um, <laughs> so I was like, all right, let me check this this movie out. Uh, it looked interesting to me. I thought it was going to be pretty stupid, and it wasn't. It was actually pretty good. I enjoyed myself. I it was okay. It was yeah. well made. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. I, I liked it. I had a good time watching it. Uh, twists, turns. Uh, you get to know the characters <clears throat> and care about most of yeah, them. Yeah, true. I yeah, so I, I did like this one and it was cool to see some of these set pieces that they had for yeah. the escape rooms themselves. And like in these movies you always try and picture yourself in that situation too, and what you would do and like how you would solve this puzzle or how you would uh uh traipse across certain parts of somewhere they might get you killed. Right. Who or, knows? Yeah, whether you would team up with these strangers or go your own way. Mm-hmm. I think that the it's interesting some of the decisions that they make. Like, am I going to stick with the group or am I going to do my own thing? Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Right. The stakes are much higher than a regular escape room, obviously. Yeah, you yeah. You die if you don't escape the So, room. yeah, in this escape room, <laughs> they, they're like, hey, um, they're offering $10,000 to escape these five or six rooms. Yeah. No one's ever made it. So they have these people, like six people come in, uh, figure out a few rooms, Karen, Some of them die on their way yeah. there. Karen from Daredevil, I think, is mm-hmm. the only name in it. And I don't know her name. Yeah. <laughs> Karen from Daredevil, sorry. Uh, Deborah Ann Wool. Okay. Uh, and yeah, her and who is that That one guy from uh, Tyler something or other? Tyler, no. Something like the guy from, uh, uh, oh, that with the two hillbillies. Or I think is it the, that guy? Are the, they think the those college kids think they're murderers. Tucker and Dale. Tucker and Dale yeah. versus Evil. Yeah, right, right. Like yeah, he's in there. He's in the. Is it one. that guy? Yeah. Okay. That's him. I don't know and... why I didn't think it was him. I can't tell white guys apart, man. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the rest of the race and every other race. <laughs> yeah. Some people guy. can't tell Asians. <laughs> A lot of people can't tell blacks. So hey. Welcome to the, the white group, I guess. So Mike, mine's less racist. I don't know. Maybe uh, not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, escape rooms on stars. And again, I actually don't remember if it got bad re- reviews or how it did in the theaters, but I was in the theater with one other person. I think it did okay. Okay. All right. It's a fun horror movie. PG-13, probably. I can't think of anything that makes it R. Yeah. Mm, no. PG-13. Oh, yeah, PG-13. It's still fun, yeah. Right. Our next movie was rated R, though. Could have been rated PG-13. Yeah, it could have been. Uh, derailed. Derailed. D-dash-railed. And it's not the Jennifer Aniston Clive Owen movie. Think oh. I think there's, it's spelled differently. No, it's, yeah, D-dash-railed. It yeah. sounds like a porn movie to me. It's... Derailed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, know. Man. Interesting choice of spelling. Well, now you're making me think of what the porn movie would be all about. <laughs> Does it take place on a train? Or is it just people pulling a train? Or is it both on a train? Or No, I feel like you're not understanding my railed. Like, my definition of the word railed in this in this uh, oh, oh, well, porn. Okay. Well, what's or your definition? Well, I know that, yeah. Well, okay, where's the D part? Of course, that means dick. 
than rail parts is just another uh, way of saying like you, you fucked a girl like oh, I fucking railed her. It doesn't have to be a girl. This could or be a guy. Porn. Whatever. <laughs> sure. Okay. What? Anyway, I think we're getting <laughs> off track. <laughs> ah, off track. Oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah. I'll be here all night. <laughs> now I'm just trying to think of an off track. Would that be? <laughs> so this. <laughs> <laughs> they go in the tunnel. Okay. All right. Moving on. So this is, I guess, sort of similar to Escape Room, but this is about, like, murder mystery dinner theater on a train that turns out to be real. I called it Murder on the Orient Sea. Yeah. I guess. Kind of. Yeah. Because this train eventually derails into, like, a body of water. Mm Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's um, a whodunit on a train. There's actors. There's people. You're supposed to figure out um, who the murderer is kind of thing, but... The murderer is actually a real person, and he kills a few of the people, and he's there to rob the uh, the actors and the, the the participants in this. But unfortunately, some of the robbers die, uh, and the train derails, and it goes into this body of water where this toothy kind of monster uh, attacks are all the people left. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it starts as one thing and then turns out to be a different thing, which is sort of interesting. Right. Uh, yeah. I like that. And I was on board for a long time in this movie until the actual monster looks cool. Yeah. The um, gore is near, isn't really good in no, this movie. No, it's kind of silly. one decent scene and everything else kind of happens off camera. Yeah. But with a, a low-budget movie like this, you kind of need the gore in it. Compared to our movie of the week, which we'll get to pretty soon. Right. I was comparing these two movies, and this one, with s- such a low budget, you you did need to go that extra mile for the gore, and they just didn't do that and relied on semi-jump scares and people being killed off screen, which, yeah, it just didn't work. You needed, you needed to go the extra mile with something else because yeah. you couldn't afford to get something else done. Agreed. I do think in... So I've said before, I said in the last podcast, I think that slasher movies need to be rated R. Not all horror movies need to be rated R, mm. but slasher movies do. And I think in most cases, so do monster movies. Mm-hmm. Maybe not all. Maybe not all. But yeah. So anything... <laughs> so... Uh... Yeah, I, I don't recommend this movie at yeah, all. Yeah, not really. It, it started off well. I, Lance Henriksen was in the beginning, and then he was at the end. So he worked one day on yeah. the film. What was his purpose? Or did you cut Lance Henriksen out of your movie? <laughs> I, don't, I just think they need to put someone on the cover. <laughs> yeah. You know, a recognizable face. And be like, oh, Lance Henriksen, sweet. Right. Bishop's in this fucking movie. This, <laughs> this will be decent. And then... But he's not really. 80 minutes into the movie, you're like, where the fuck's Bishop? <laughs> and he comes in at the end. And then the ending was really stupid. I Yeah. I didn't enjoy it. I so, don't even remember it, honestly. Yeah, well, you're lucky, then. We were coming up with better endings. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Meh. Well, anyway, uh, that's it for the some of the movies we saw. And we will be back with our movie of the week. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. 
the PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Our movie of the week is the 2020 film Underwater, starring Kristen Stewart, Vincent Castle, yeah. T.J. Miller. I always forget that guy's name. And a bunch of other people. I don't remember their names right now. Mm-mm. No, I mean, I hadn't seen them in anything else. Those were the three that I knew. They're, I'm sure that that one guy was in... Wasn't that one guy Smith or something? He was in that Cloverfield Paradox movie. Was he? Was he that did the look guy? Kind of familiar, I guess. And that one girl, I've seen her in a, other stuff before. Wasn't okay. she in like School of Rock or something? Yeah, she was the young girl in that. I don't. I've been in quarantine, not looking these up. <laughs> <laughs> You've had all this time. Well, I'm out there working. <laughs> I'm working. Um, so yeah, let me uh, pull it up on IMDb really quick. So, anyway, synopsis. This is one of those movies that, like a horror movie, they poop out in January. Right. Who cares? They're usually supposed to be pretty shitty. Yeah. And I wanted to see this movie because I like underwater movies. I they, I think they're they're really interesting to me. Leviathan's great. Uh, Deep, Deep Star 6 is awesome. Um, the Abyss... Well, so good. Isn't that like those movies, but underwater, it's right. it's cool. Uh, and I trust Kristen Stewart. She picks interesting she, scripts. She does. And once she got all that Twilight shit, she started doing all the independent stuff and was becoming her own actor and everything. And yeah, yeah. Good, good for her. She got out just like Robert Pattinson's doing. He's going out and doing yeah. his own thing, doing lighthouse movies like that. Yeah, oh, they have yeah. a billion dollars, so they can afford to do yeah. movies for nothing if they want to. Yeah. I'm sure she didn't do it for nothing. I'm just no, yeah. I'm sure she. I'm sure she. She's doing fine. Yeah, he is in Ten Cloverfield Lane, Smith, and right. also Hush. Ten Cloverfield, not Cloverfield Park. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. Hush. She was the bad guy in Hush. And then she, yeah. Jessica Henwick. Oh, Nymeria Sand from Game of Thrones. Ah, that's one of the sand. One of the sand cobras, snakes, sand asp. snakes, asps. Yeah, that's what they were called, the asp, right? Asps. I don't know. Nymeria. Okay, yeah. so that's where I know her from. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's how you know her. His name, I'm sorry, is John Gallagher Jr. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and that's pretty much it. There are a couple other characters. Don't get attached to them. Yeah, oh, Rodrigo. So, yeah, let's start walking through it, because it starts out with action. Yeah, which is... it does not mess around. And we actually had a conversation about this, a a little conversation yesterday about this, about how we're comparing it to the movie Alien. You can't help but do that, yeah. And it's very much like Alien. Now, this movie starts off with, uh, Kristen Stewart, you see her, she's brushing her teeth, and um, the lights and everything start to go out a little bit, flicker and everything, and you you know that she's in an underwater facility, because that's, our beginning shot takes us all the way undersea to this this mining uh, rig, and a huge mining rig that's mm-hmm. that's in the ocean, and they're getting whatever the fuck out of there. Crude oil. Crude oil. Yeah. Who gives me this shit when they're getting out I feel out like they don't say that up front. I feel like they say it way later when oh, she yeah. gets to the Roebuck. We'll get there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, and then she's brushing her teeth, walking in the hall. Things are flickering, and then shit just starts exploding. 
because something has happened and the the ship is imploding on itself it's crushing itself because uh the pressurization something was got fucked up mm-hmm. so she was running around trying to get out of this the section of the ship to get to another section that isn't crushed she gets there with someone else and uh locks off that part of the ship where everyone kind of dies on that side. Yeah. She had to do it. They almost make it. Almost make it by the She's end. really great in that scene. Mm-hmm. I, I like her a lot. Yeah. And then from there on, we get to see that a lot of the ship is messed up, so they start making their way through and catching some of the survivors. And then they all meet up towards uh, their destination, which is the uh, their, their drop, not drop pods, but escape pods. Mm-hmm. And they, they've all been damaged or people have escaped out of them. And they see their manager, captain there, Vincent Castle. Mm-hmm. Or Cassell, however the fuck you say his name. I don't know. Cassell, probably. Isn't he yeah. French? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. So those guys, <clears throat> um, then they have, and then it's just them trying to figure out a way to get an escape pod out of that facility. Mm-hmm. It reminds, so this, this movie is, a, it reminds me a lot of if you mixed up Alien and the video game Doom. Into totally. a movie. <laughs> the monsters, you mean? Not even the monsters. I'm just saying. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> the, just how where they go to set piece to set piece, different parts of this yeah. underground area. Because this, this is huge. They have different compartments, or different departments, I'm sorry, where uh, whole new different buildings that are underneath water. Um, so they have to travel to each one. And while they're traveling to each one on the screen, it will say uh, how deep they are and what part of the installation they're at. Mm-hmm. So it, that's kind of a lot like Doom. You like go to like this part of the installation and you have to try to get out of there and you can't get out there so you have to go to the next place. And, and it reminds me a lot of that. Okay. I would play this as a video game for sure. Um, oh, you would fucking hate Doom. <laughs> yeah, no, not Doom. But if they oh, were to come out with Underwater, the video underwater game, Doom. I would check it out. This guy is called Bioshock. <laughs> yeah. I definitely made a couple of Big Daddy jokes. Mm-hmm. I couldn't help it. <laughs> And so, yeah, uh, this movie is a lot like Alien. And part of the conversation we had yesterday was like, you know, it, you you were saying that you wish to kind of started off with people like you seeing the relationships between the characters before, you know, everything goes to shit. It would have been, yeah, and initially I did feel like, I guess it's cool that it starts off in chaos, but I didn't get a chance like, well, okay, who are you? What? What mm-hmm. is your relationship to this person? Mm-hmm. You do they do unroll that, mm-hmm. and it is cool to see them working as a team, and it's not just Ripley going, "You're all being stupid." Right? Yes, that's good. Yes. Yeah. And they also didn't try and play the the usual character tropes that you see, kind of, but in a more of a way where it's not annoying. Uh, of course, T.J. Miller is the the semi comic relief in this movie, and. It would seem through this movie that he's going to be the asshole or he's going to be the complainer. Because there's always a big complainer in these right. movies, a scaredy cat. The which there, Yeah, <laughs> which there really aren't any in this movie. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To where, like, he would say something and everyone else just ignores him. <laughs> yeah. Instead of fighting with him about stuff. Yeah, he says something sexist to Kristen Stewart when she finds him and saves his life. <laughs> and she just ignores, she, she just, doesn't yeah, even respond to it. They just ignore this guy. So... <laughs> I did like that that relationship there. Uh, so I liked how it started out because, and, and as I'm going back to to talking about Alien again, they in Alien, you you start out by knowing the characters, and your first big boom 
is the the alien jumping on his face and right. then trying to bring him inside. Mm-hmm. That's your first your first um, your big conflict going on in this movie. Mm-hmm. All right, so it took a while to get there, but this movie, their first conflict they have is that ship exploding, right, and getting to getting to safety. Which is pretty much about half of the movie that happening. Maybe about a third of the movie. It's just them trying to escape. Yeah. With Alien, it's just them trying to figure out what the hell's going on with the alien. Right. Second part of Alien is the attack of the alien itself. Mm-hmm. And that happens halfway through the movie. About... I think so, yeah. It takes a while before you even realize it's a... Alien. Alien. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's about halfway through until you, the... The residents of uh, the Nostromo start being killed off. Right. And in this movie, it's about halfway also. So in that time between our first big conflict until halfway through the movie, we have all of that time to get to know our characters, which yeah. I like that. And, and I think both ways work, but I, I'm glad they went this way and it wasn't just the same old thing. Yeah, and you do get to know them and mm. care about them. And... I- I also think I like how they started out with action and they get to the monster later because the scariest part isn't necessarily the monster. It's mm-hmm. the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, so I thought that was interesting. I think it focuses more on like the claustrophobia and drowning and being trapped. Then they're like, and a monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, I liked it too. It was good. The effects in this movie were really good. The, um, like the ship interiors, it was very, very believable stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I was never taken out of the movie by anything, really, that I can think of. Uh, the, the guy, uh, exploding underwater was awesome. Uh, yeah, Vincent they, Castle? No, no, the one before that, the Rodrigo guy. Oh, yeah. Where his, his one. helmet is cracked and they have to depressurize and mm-hmm. he just explodes. <laughs> And the T.J. Miller kill was really cool, too. Yeah, it was I gross. That one. <laughs> also sort of exploding. And is this movie PG-13? You know, I don't know. I think it is. And this movie was more gorier than Yeah, it was derailed. pretty gory. There's some... It wasn't really exploitative or anything or landish by any means, but it was... It served its purpose, the the parts that that were gross and that were bloody yeah definitely so they're they're surprising they're not i do feel like they could have gotten away with a pg-13 rating mm-hmm. but yeah is it pg-13 i don't remember them let me see too many like swear words no, in there it's pg-13 yeah that's what yeah. i thought unless we saw well i mean i think it maybe they added some more scenes but it no. could still be i would still say it's pg yeah it's pg-13 which i guess i complained about with monster movies but in this yeah. case i guess i'm saying that it works yeah it works I, yeah i liked this movie it was good it was a good <laughs> yeah underwater movie although i am kind of biased because i love those movies yes you do yeah mm. and i really like Kristen stewart and i don't care what you think i think she's so, right? very good i met you the general you oh. while out there with Kristen stewart she was a kid she made a bazillion dollars and now she's making very interesting choices i would have done the same thing yeah hell i can look stoned all the time shit <laughs> me in a fucking movie right um and she's it's method still an actor ensemble, too on that she's, right it's still an ensemble but she's clearly the star I mean, the, yes. in the selling she's point, the drawing, say, right. Yeah. 
Underwater. Uh, yeah. This one just came out to uh, the 14th of April, 2020. Why did it take so long? It <laughs> and then we all had to stay home. Let us see it. Yeah. We waited for a month. Waited forever. Yeah. But it's a good movie. Uh, this is a recommend for me. Uh, my favorite part is uh, Rodrigo exploding and TJ Miller getting killed. Yeah, TJ Miller's fun. kill was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the end is pretty emotional. Um, yeah, the ending yeah. is pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. I liked. I like what happened. It was. Yeah. It was a cool ending. I. It's. I. I like those kind of endings. Agreed. Yeah. Fucking Cthulhu, man. Cthulhu's in this movie. But a bunch of Cthulhu's. A bunch of baby Cthulhu's, and then they see, Master like, the Cthulhu. mama Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the baby Cthulhu scene was really good. That might have been my favorite part. So, I I don't know. Can I ruin a little bit more? Yeah, go for it. It just came out. I'm sorry. Don't listen to this. But, uh, so, they lose each other for a while, and then Kristen Stewart finds Emily and Smith, who have been dating. Smith is mm-hmm. one of Kristen Stewart's best friends, a character I can't... Nora right. is her name. So he catches up. she catches up with Emily and Smith, and Emily's been dragging Smith, who is alive but not doing great, mm-hmm. under the ocean. And they finally make it to the Roebuck uh, building, and they have to walk through this tunnel where they realize it's like all these Cthulhu's like, or sleeping. Or just chilling, yeah. Yeah. And then they see that it's not, they're not, like, sleeping on, like, a ceiling hanging like bats. That's actually, like, the arm or back of yeah. the Cthulhu itself. And then right. you see the arm move, and there's just thousands of these little critters. Mm-hmm. Not little, but the human-sized beasts around. Yeah, and I think it's very tense. I, maybe some people would think it's a little long before, ultimately... They attack, mm-hmm. but I was really tense through that whole scene. Yeah, because you know it's gonna happen, but when? Yeah. yeah, I would probably have gotten bored with this movie if the alien attack happened really early. Right. This mm-hmm. movie, which it does, but you don't it know does. that. Yeah. <laughs> you just think it's there's just this catastrophe happening on this water station or whatever the fuck you want to call right. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. Is that what's your favorite part? Ah, just the explosion of Homeboy and T.J. Miller. T.J. Miller. (laughs) Those are my favorite parts. It's too bad, because I think despite all the legal problems that T.J. Miller is experiencing now, (laughs) I do think he's funny, so I was a little disappointed (laughs) that he wasn't very funny in this. (laughs) Oh, T.J. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. So you recommend this movie? Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I recommend it also. Uh, underwater, everyone. Check it out. Check it out. Like, literally nobody did in the theaters, which is a shame. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> this is a good movie. Yeah. All right, everyone. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.